React is a library for creating a UI. It's utilizing both HTML and uh, JavaScript. Uh, with it, you split your uh, application into multiple uh, components. In each component, you define a render function where you say, where you tell this component what do you render on the screen. You uh, reference uh, data that uh, exists somewhere, either stateful or uh, stateless. When you reference this data, you print it uh, over the UI, again with render function. If you use ES6, then you uh, extend the React uh, component. And this would be a component for you. So you have components, you have states, you have uh, properties, you can reference uh, other components. You use the JS6 uh, language, which is a combination of uh, HTML and uh, JavaScript. And basically this is uh, it, uh, this is it, this is the React library, which we are going to read a little bit about its, uh, from its uh, documentation here, and see uh, how to use actually uh, React, how do you define components, how do you refer to state, how do you refer to properties, how do you compose components, how do you refer to external components. We would assume uh, no knowledge. We would assume that we are uh, backend developers who have no understanding in uh, UI and therefore we are going to cover the basic code, the basic documentation from the React uh, documentation uh, website from react.js.org, see how to build the uh, components, how to refer to a state, how to compose components and how, what are the best practices for uh, building an uh, application uh, with uh, React. React documentation says that it's a declarative, component-based, and learn once, write anywhere. Let's check out what the documentation says about the declarative. About declarative, it's saying that React makes it painless to create interactive UIs. That sounds more like uh, marketing stuff, but uh, if so many people uh, use and like it, it must be uh, of something. Basically, what you do is that you create the uh, views. The views are the part that uh, manage uh, what the user actually sees. So, as opposed to Angular, which uh, basically tells you, I want this folder structure, this is how you write your uh, tests. And uh, it imposes a new standardization and it gives you all the routing and this makes it great to work in uh, large teams and uh, multiple teams. So in React you get the view part, you get the part where you uh, um, write the sections, the components that are presented to the users. So if you want all the routing and uh, all the debugging and uh, conversion from uh, HTML, because if the designer gives you HTML, uh, how to write uh, testing, then you would need basically to invent or find the libraries which are uh, suitable for you, which is uh, additional uh, work. Uh, in general, additional libraries that we have are uh, Flutter, which is great because it's uh, based on Dart, which is a more sane uh, language, and we also have uh, Vue.js, and we have uh, Svelte. 
So in React, you create your uh, components based on the documentation. You create, you focus on a component, and you declare how it connects with the data. So you say, this is my component. And the basic way you say that you declare a component is class, hello message, extends react.component. So we are creating a class in JavaScript. that is named hello message and it extends react.component and what we have in this class, we need to implement the, the, the function render. So in the class hello world extends react.component then function render then return div hello and in curly braces this.props.name. Close the div. close the class. So we have just declared a React a simple component. As you see, we have seen used the JavaScript language. Inside it, we implemented the method render. And in the method render, we have returned a kind of an HTML that incorporated inside it in curly braces a, a dynamic property, so a variable, which points to some data. And React is ensuring us that it would know smartly to render this uh, data. And when the data changes, it would know which parts of the screen, which part of the domes to uh, dynamically change for us. So overall, this looks great because this means that you can just uh, download uh, such components from the internet and reuse them. The component that we have just seen was a stateless component. According to, to the documentation, if you want to have a stateful component, then what you need to do is, again, declare a class. For example, in this class, they declare a class named the timer. It extends, again, react.component. But now in the constructor, they give it the props. Okay, so in addition to taking uh, input data, which you access via the prompt, you now have also access into the state, into the internal state data. So in this component, which is named timer, class timer extends reactor component, constructor props, super props, this dot state equals a second equals a zero. So they have initialized it with the component and now they have a method tick. The method tick is setting the state from the current state, state.seconds plus one. And again, we have the render method. In this case, the render method is rendering. You say render method, open curly braces, return, start div, seconds, this.state.seconds. So in this case, you are referencing the state object. So now we know how to build a stateless and a stateful components. And now we want to create our app. So what they do is, again, a class to do app extends react.component. We are again extending the component. 
And using the previous uh, components that we used, we composed the application. We also declared the state in the app. So we had a component that referenced the state and the state is declared on the app level. So we have some kind of a leak from the component to the uh, app level. And then in the render uh, method, we simply reference the above component to reference just as any uh, HTML tag. So if we declared already a component, the name to do list, then we reference it as an HTML tag. So in the render of the application, which is itself a component, we do render function, return, star div, hv to do, and then to do list, you actually write like an HTML element to do list, and then items, you give it the state, this.state.items, on submit, this.handle uh, submit, and handle submit is a standard uh, JavaScript, uh, JavaScript uh, functions which would uh, just uh, update the, the state and the variables that you have. So we have defined uh, multiple uh, components, each of them extend the, the React.component and with the combination of JavaScript and the HTML, we have created components, composed them and um, used them. So now they give an, an, another example of a component which uses external plugins and this is where the real power comes because many developers would create uh, plugins, would create components, and you can just reuse them. This is the real power, the power of the community, because if so many people are using it, you are getting for free many components. So in this case, they are creating a class markdown editor, which extends react.component. And in the constructor of that class, they do this.md uh, is assigned with new remarkable. Remarkable is an external uh, component which is uh, like a markdown editor. So it's super simple here to use a markdown editor. You just define it on the constructor and then you just use it. And uh, with this, you know the basics of React. In order to create a component, you create a class in JavaScript, extends React.component. You need to implement the render function. In the render function, you return a combination of uh, HTML and uh, JavaScript that uh, references the variables that you have. You can also create a stateful component. In stateful components, you reference, uh, you access the internal state data via this.state uh, and again you use the render uh, function in order to edit it. An application is also a react.component, you extend again your app from react.component, you initialize all the functions and all the states that you have and then again in the render function you just reference the other components and any HTML that you have, very simple, and you can reuse external uh, components, uh, just as you use your own internal components, you just define the class and reuse them. This was the basics of React in like 10 minutes. And now that we have understood uh, basically how uh, React uh, works, how we could write simple uh, components, let's uh, dive a little bit uh, deeper. So according to the documentation, the smallest React example 
would look like following. It does not have any uh, component. It's just rendering some kind of an HTML. So even before writing uh, any component, you could use some React code and you write this. React DOM dot render H1, hello world, close tag H1, document dot get element by ID, root. So it's simply displaying a heading saying hello world on the page. Now, when we uh, printed this uh, element in uh, React, we used the format of uh, start tag h1, hello world, and close tag h1. We, you could actually write some code that looks like const element h1, hello world, and close tag h1. This syntax is uh, not a string and uh, not uh, HTML. It's called JSX. The syntax is an extension to uh, JavaScript. Uh, this is what is recommended to use uh, in uh, React. Why did they choose to use JSX? They are saying that uh, React have noticed that uh, you need somehow to couple the UI logic into your uh, programming language, and this is what they did. They took the UI logic and coupled it to the to the to to, to the actual rendering uh, logic. So remember that created uh, our uh, original components with uh, class uh, welcome or class something extends react.component, but uh, this is the ES6 uh, class that we're using here to define a component. You could also define it with the uh, plain functions as was before ES6, which is function welcome uh, receives uh, prompts and then you return something that looks like uh, J6, uh, H1 tag, hello, Props.name and uh, H1. The component themselves can reference uh, other components. So in the component, uh, when you define the function, then you could return not only some uh, JSX uh, HTML uh, tags, you could refer also to other components via their uh, tag name. So if we define the component that is named welcome, that in another component, we could reference and just use the tag welcome. When you use the tag welcome in one component, it's referencing the other component that defined this tag. And for you to use uh, some kind of state, and what you do is that instead of using this.probs.date, for example, then you use this.state.date. Once you use this.state, you are referencing the state that you can actually change, and the component would be stateful, and you could uh, save their stuff, and when you reuse them, they will remember their previous step. About uh, handling uh, events, then when you define your component, for example, class toggle extends react.component, uh, and you can define the plain function, handle click. It would handle the click. Let's say it would change the state of whether the button is toggled uh, on or off. And in your render, when you define some kind of an HTML element, for example, button, then you define as usual on click, and then with curl places, this.handleClick, and this would.handleClick 
would reference uh, the standard function that you wrote above in the component. So in order to handle events, you define a function inside your component and you reference it with standard JavaScript on click, call this uh, function. And now the documentation moves on into guidelines on how to use React. So now that you know how to use components, how to use state and uh, props, uh, documentation uh, first uh, recommends you to break the UI into a component hierarchy. So if you have some kind of UI, then you break it into a search, into a search bar, a product table, product category row, and a product row, which are uh, red rows. So you just split the UI into components, you identify the components and you create them as smokes and you then arrange them into a component hierarchy. So at the top you have a filterable product table and it has the internal component search bar product table and a product table on its own is using the internal component of product category row and product row. So you have a hierarchy of uh, products. The next uh, step after, after you have built a component hierarchy is to build a static uh, version of your uh, React. What does it mean? It means you don't use state at all because state is reserved for uh, interactivity only. So you use only props and you flow the data from uh, top to bottom with the render. Now you have a non-interactive, a static version of your uh, product uh, in uh, React. And now the next uh, step is to identify the minimal but complete representation of the UI state. UI state is a complex thing, it would uh, mess things up, so you want it to be minimal and complete. They have a few guidelines in order for you to identify what is a state and uh, what not. For example, if it's passed from the parent uh, via props, then it's not a state. If it remains unchanged over time, then it's probably not a state. And uh, also, if you could compute it based on the other uh, state or other props in the component, then it's not a state. So finally, they get to the conclusion that the state in the app where they had a table with the search bar is the search text that the user has entered because it's changing and it's a state and you can compute it out of uh, other states. And also the value of the checkbox if to select something or not. This is the minimal, minimal and the complete state that you should have. The next uh, step after we have identified the state is uh, to identify the components that are changing uh, based on the state change. This is like the UI. We said that uh, what is the state, that the, the search text and the, if the user has checked something or not. And now we need to identify the components that should change. So we identify every component that renders something based on this uh, state. We find a common owner component, a single component above all the components that needs the state in the hierarchy. And then it's either that uh, the common component or another component higher up in the hierarchy should own this state. And if we can't find a component where it makes sense to own this state, then we create a new component solely for holding this state. So we try to put all this state 
somewhere in a common uh, component and then to propagate it to all the items that they uh, need it and they would re-render the UI.